everyone welcome back welcome it has been a while almost a month about mm, october 20th i I think was our last episode Mm -hmm. so i'm sorry that we abandoned you all um we're just we are a monthly podcast you hear from us once a month no no i mean literally yes well right now but we're gonna try to be better about it listen again it's busy season. I'm done traveling. I am finally home base, thankfully. But Mikey is not out of the woods yet because she not even close. still has a lot of holiday photo shoots that she's doing. Yep. Um, I think really your popularity skyrocketed after that first commercial in episode <laughs> one. <laughs> All because of the podcast. Yeah. Hey, hey everyone. Um, use code PHOTO for... 2% off one of my piece <laughs> photo packages. <laughs> um, but yes, it's good to be back. Uh, so much has happened in pop culture since last month. Um, Taylor Swift has re-released 1989. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> listen, I think I love it in the sense of those are the best vault tracks she's ever put out. Is it over uh, now? Oh. I do. I, I don't know that they're the best that she's ever put out. I, I, collectively, I don't think they're necessarily the best. Mm. Yeah, I mean, is it I would over argue, now? It just takes the well, cake. Well, yeah, for I me. love it. I, I also love uh, the other one. Now that we don't talk. Now that we don't talk, say but, don't go. But to me, I think Red has some of the best vault okay. tracks. Red's vault tracks Hot are take. great. Hot take. Um, I will tell you though, style Taylor's version is just not. The it's same. not it for me. I'm sorry. I know that people out there will not be happy with me saying that. I do not care. It is the truth. Um, and a lot of people on the internet also agree with me. So that's how I know I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> the internet says it, then it's true. Oh my goodness. For our viewers on YouTube, look at how cute Pig is. He is such a snuggle bug. He's like, ugh, I want to eat him. He's just resting. Do you ever do that with your pets or you just look at them and you're like, I want to rip your leg off and eat it like a turkey sandwich and I would like cook you in a soup because I love you. And I We would- say to Pig every single day, I wish I could cook you and eat you for dinner Mm -hmm. without harming you. But yeah, so 1989, definitely enjoyed it. Um, This whole Travis Kelsey thing. We will not be commenting on. It's going to get a lot of people angry at us. Listen, I think Travis Kelsey is a very attractive person. I can totally see the appeal. Personally, for me, I just. I don't know. Like, I watched the Kelsey documentary, which we, focuses... We watched the Kelsey documentary before, before they started before they dating. Started dating. Yeah. We did. Like, we watched it before they started dating. Um, so I feel like I maybe manifested that. No. <laughs> but, um, you know, they're a very... Conser- it seems to me that they are a very conservative family. They're very mm-hmm. much like... The brother is very much like, I man, I work, you mom, you yeah. stay at home. He doesn't listen to his wife's wishes. She wishes he would retire. Yeah. He does not They've listen got, to that. She, she had like two babies in the span of a couple years or something like that. He missed a child's birthday to go to yeah. be on SNL, which like, listen, I love SNL. But like, you don't think that your brother is ever going to host again. You don't think that there's ever going to be another opportunity to like go to SNL. Like yeah. you're famous in your own right. Like if you wanted to just go... I am sure they would give you a ticket to go. I just thought that was not great. Um, And I don't think his wife thought that was great either. Yeah. But they just seem to be very much a traditional, which I think, I think this is what everyone like loves. It's just giving like Americana. Yeah. It's giving the cheerleader dating the football player. That's all it is. Right. It's literally giving like fearless era. Like to me, this would have made more sense. This relationship would have made more sense. Had it been back then. Or when she was re-releasing Fearless. Right. But it's just like, it just doesn't make sense to me. He's, everyone has says that he has cheated on every girl he has ever been with. I don't know how accurate that is. I did not follow his love life. Yeah. 
But many sources say, you know, and that's what football players, that's they're known. Athletes are known to always be on the road, to always be traveling. Granted, she is too, but they're known to be players. And I just feel like looking at him as pretty as he is, he is fuckboy central. Yeah. Central. And I just don't know how I feel about it. If it is a real relationship. <laughs> Which is a whole other story. Yeah. Um, listen, I mean, it could be PR for many reasons, right? Yeah. I think there's a I think lot- people who say that there's why would why would either of them need a PR relationship don't know anything about anything. Sorry guys. Like yeah. why like why do Kleenex have commercials? Everybody buys Kleenex, but there's never such there's no such thing as too much publicity. Right. There's no such thing. Well, I think too when we look historically at Taylor Swift fans, they're women. She's really tapped into the, you know, female demographic. Mm-hmm. When you talk to most men about Taylor Swift, they either are repulsed by her because toxic masculinity and misogyny or they're like, yeah, she's good. You know, and you ask them their favorite song and they're like, shake it off. Shake, right. You know, they don't really know much about her. Yeah. So now catapulting her into the NFL sphere, this America's pastime where the fan base is predominantly men. It's opening their eyes to like, well, if one of these dudes that I admire and if I was gay would probably bone (laughs) is having sex with Taylor Swift, then maybe I need to like be open to the idea of her. Right. And yeah, it's just giving. And also it's putting him and football in general in a world where now women are more interested than they maybe right. would have been in the past. Well, it's true. The, the, it showed, the data showed that like viewership went up like 400% yeah. in yeah. women 20 to whatever. Yeah. You know, it's, it's mutually beneficial. And again, just because it's PR doesn't mean they don't actually like each other. Right. No, but they're definitely but, using it for their own benefit. Right. For sure. Like when she ran up and kissed him after the show. Right. The tent was two centimeters right. behind them. Their right. dad, her dad, was sitting there mm-hmm. with Travis, and then disappeared into the tent. And then she ran up and kissed. She couldn't go and greet him in the tent. Right. Not that she has to hide her relationship. Again, no. But Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Every song I write is about right. hiding, right. and any relationship that you see is what I want you to see. And the things I love the most, I keep in secret. She has said this many, many times. Yep. It's like... She's been saying it for years. For years and years and years. And it's like, okay, she, we hardly saw her with her last relationship, which I also think was partially she him. did not like. You know, yeah. I, I do think he really, although he's an actor, did not want to be in the spotlight. Make it make sense. An actor, I say generously. Um, <laughs> but it's like, I think he wanted her to hide too much. Yeah. But I also do think she knows, like... If this is as, if my relationship is as public as this, if it doesn't work out, Mm -hmm. it's going to be bad. Yeah. And I think she's fine. I think, I think if she cared about this relationship to the point where she thinks she's going to marry him, she wouldn't be all up in the face with this. I don't think. I agree. Because uh, there are some people who are theorizing that they actually have sort of been dating longer than we're aware which is obviously completely possible Mm -hmm. because again i do believe that she keeps things close to her chest i really do however even if it's been a few months longer than we're aware Mm -hmm. i don't think it can be much longer than that and i just find it so hard to believe that after all she's been through in life in the media that she would make her, basically make her life now about this other guy because yeah. she, that, that is what she's doing she right now is at the peak of her career that's the, there's no way to argue that right and now she's singing about him on t- like she's she's putting his like team name in her song on tour you know like that to me i think takes it to another level where if this was a relationship that she really saw as being like the long-term relationship i don't think she would do that and I'm not saying that it's impossible. Maybe this is her person that I'd be so happy for her, whatever. But I just think that it's a little bit odd to be doing that so early on, knowing what she knows from all her past relationships. Right. 
And it's like if she didn't marry the person after that she was with for six years, like, again, I just think people it's so funny because she asks people to not speculate on her relationships as we sit here speculating, which like I'm never sorry, Taylor, not going to respect that wish. Like, it's just like I speculate people's relationships of like non-famous people when you're famous. People are going to speculate, right. especially when you're out there kissing them in the open. Well, right. I think it's at like, this point, I, at this to point, me, I don't think you can argue that this is speculation. I think that it's right. like she's it's making like this. She's making right. it known. So right. whatever. But it's like, you know, I think a lot of the people and I find it honestly a bit odd how people are like, baby's coming, wedding coming, can't wait to see their kids, can't wait to see... That's just like a little too much. Well, especially because again, she literally in her last like new album, she said all that they want from me is. Yeah, that 1950s shit they want from me. Right. It's like this is again that kind of slow key conservative mindset where it's like blonde hair, blue eyed, beautiful people coming together and she's getting older. She has to have babies and get married. Exactly. She's in her 30s. She needs to have kids. I think they're both going to settle down. What about Taylor Swift and her mastermind plotting, scheming ass, crazy self gives you. With all due respect. I say with love. Yeah. (laughs) Like what about her makes you stop and say she's settling down soon? Yeah. I don't think she's anywhere close to settling down. I agree. She still has two masters to or two you know, masters to kind of like take back two re-records. She, you know, is currently on a tour, constantly adding new dates to mm-hmm. said tour. I have a feeling she's going to just drop a new album in the right. middle of the re-records like yeah. she did with Midnight's. Like, I don't think anything about her is slowing down. And also... Clearly nothing about Travis is slowing down. You know, if, right. again, for those of you who haven't seen the documentary of him and his brother, his brother basically was like, this is now my time to retire. And then he didn't retire. He didn't like, retire. And Travis is younger than him. Yeah. Like if anyone is delusional enough to think that Travis is like going to say, okay. Travis is in much better shape than Jason is. Right. No offense to Jason. But like. No, but Jason's like literally like my body hurts. Right. No, like, like he's physically not okay. Right. Right. Function. Right. And the amount of pain medicine that I need to take. Right. <laughs> that's like an issue. Right. <laughs> so it's like, you know, but I definitely don't see Travis uh, slowing down anytime soon. So right. I just think it's a lot. I think we need to pull our, rein our horses in. Mm-hmm. And if they end up together, wonderful. But if they do not, I honestly would not be shocked and surprised. I also just think it is really interesting because when you look at, you know, how people were about uh her ex joe Mm -hmm. you know the general consensus was oh this is a perfect relationship everything is so perfect joe is so great and that was the narrative for for six years i never agreed but but beside beside the point that's what the majority of her fans believed and that was the narrative for six years Mm -hmm. then she releases midnights shortly after she and they basically announced they broke up right well first of all folklore and evermore were giving yeah folklore and evermore is like um it's about it's fictional it's not about my life okay yeah okay but but, she was unhappy she she releases midnights she basically her team announces that they have separated Mm -hmm. and then not it didn't happen immediately but shortly after that all the fans flipped on Joe. And everyone's oh. like, well, look, the signs were always there. That he didn't let her go but out and be bejeweled. Like, which is it, improper that's whole, grammar. Right. No. They No. Bejeweled. Uh, no. Bejeweled. But they. they yeah. People say he lets her bejeweled. That's not he how you say that. But bejeweled. But backtrack. He lets her backtrack, be bejeweled. Backtrack. But I think it is so interesting that, again, people immediately when she. Other than Maddie Healy, which... Which, again, is probably... what To sit here and say Taylor does not need PR, let's think about what has happened in the mm-hmm. last year. Right. She broke up from Joe. Immediately after that, Rolling Stone, which she is directly in cahoots with, post an article, why do people think Taylor Swift is gay? Okay. <laughs> She never came out and denounced that article. She, in she fact, instead. went to Rolling Stone right a month after they promoted that or posted that article and said, here is a exclusive, exclusive for you all. Right. OK, so now it's like rumblings of her, you know, being LGBT. 
I'm not talking about it. So, and then she goes and dates Maddie Healy right after her breakup, who literally was the most problematic person. He had a lot going on. The most problematic person. So what does she need right at this moment to prove she is not licking puss and she is not dating a racist? Mm, let me go and date a wholesome boy. Right. Which to me still kind of low-key gets right. right. <laughs> but whatever. It's like she and, and people were mad at her for flying her private jet and again, people were not feeling her right. in the like when you take a step out of the fandom bubble. Yeah. Let's take a step back. It's white girls, right? Men, like I said, do not like her. You know, you don't go to a concert and see many people of color. So when you then have Maddie Healy making racist comments, what do you do right after that? Oh, Karma featuring Ice Spice. Yeah. Well, Which it was I'm also not saying he, was but directly also, related. Well, it was directly related for sure, but not because of racism, but it's because he made comments about Ice Spice. Right. That was, that That's was what, too. it was literally so, comments about right. her. So, so then that was a say, direct, I'm sorry, that was a direct. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of making a public announcement because other than being seen holding hands, they never, we never saw them kiss, whatever. They did that stupid, like, on stage you right. know who you are you right. know this is about I you. you i love you right. like two days apart right but they never were confirmed dating but still she felt like in order for me to not have to go and make a statement about some sleaze ball that i decided to rebound with i'm just gonna go and feature the one person he was talking mm -hmm. shit about yeah. and then i'm gonna go and date somebody who is wholesome. It may be problematic in his own relationship, personal life, but right. as far as we know, he hasn't made any like racist tweets. Right. Like I feel like that would have been found by now. Yeah. So of course she needs PR no. right now. Right. But I again, I just think it's so in interesting the way that people, when not even just her, but when celebrities in general, you know, start dating someone new, unless again, like Maddie Healy, there's very evident problems going mm -hmm. on there. They immediately are like, "This is the one for them. This is the one," they, and they're they like, "This they are going to get the married." One every single boyfriend. But what happens when? But my question is, they're going to do exactly what they did to Joe. Right. They are going to the second that they break up, which they'll, I'm not wishing that on them. But if that the happens, reasons. right, they're going to say, "Well, yeah, look, he was a cheater." Right. Everybody, everybody Every, knew it. Everything I'm saying now, people right. are going to disagree with me, and people are going to say, "Like, you need to stop." theorizing and you need to stop and you need to let them be happy but the second they break up they're gonna be like oh he was a fuck boy and oh this and oh he's a he's a play like okay, so, i think I've that people that just now i so, think right i think just in general in life people need to be a little bit more comfortable with just questioning things that they see you yeah. don't have to take it too far you don't have to like really deep dive and go crazy over it but just always have a literal a little bit of Right. You know, hmm. PR. Does this make sense? Like, I just think as mastermind as Taylor Swift is, as much as she can say everything I wear means something, everything I say means something, everything I don't say means something. Here's a music video with 142 Easter eggs. You will never find all of them. For somebody who says that, I feel like a lot of her fan base are just people who take things at face value with her. And I think that's the biggest mistake that you can do. Yeah. I think as she's literally somebody who everything she does, which must be so exhausting. Yeah. But she has the mind of a capitalist. And everything she does is to get more money, is to keep people happy with her. Keep people interested. Keep people interested. But also, I'm sure, in a way, there's things in there that are just for her. Yeah. And... I think sometimes people find those little nuggets where other fans are like, it can't be. No, because look in front of our face. She is kissing Travis Kelsey. It cannot be mm -hmm. like I just think people need to have a little bit of critical thought. I agree. And I think I think that with every celebrity relationship. Oh, yeah, every if you read Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, you'll understand that book has changed my <laughs> mind about everything. Being famous is a show. Being a celebrity is a show. And yes, they're real humans, of course. Right. And we need to be mindful of that. But the public persona that they put out is 
typically and usually much different. And sure, there are some probably- celebrities who you hear who they you, what you see is what you get, but there's a reason they have agents. There's and a it's reason for they their have own PR. protection. Right. Like it's literally to protect their peace and their sanity because who would want every aspect of their personal life out there? That right. again, that's literally what Taylor is always saying. Yeah, what she says and what she does is quite different, and I think sometimes that pisses me off. Yeah. Especially because then the fans can never get along because they're always arguing. And it's like, Miss Girl, you can't sit here and make a whole stink about your life being on public display when you actively put it on display. (laughs) And it's like, sure, in the last relationship it made sense because you didn't want it on display. But like to re-release 1989 with that narrative still Mm -hmm. and then be doing what you're doing, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. So it's like, what is the real intention here? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that on that. Taylor Swift. <laughs> I'm sure there will be more talk of her, um, you know, but I know not everyone that listens to our podcast is a Swifty, which I think you all need to expand your minds and open your palate a little bit. I agree. But she has lots of different types of music. That's neither here nor there. So just like an hour ago, uh, Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer posted their RIPs to Matthew Perry. Lisa Kudrow is the only one that is left to say something. Um, Jen they all An- made a joint statement. They made a joint statement to like the press. Again, PR. They're so famous. Why do they need PR? Um, but yeah, so they made a joint statement. But now they're like two weeks after they're like posting. Mm-hmm. Um, Jen's ripped my heart. I mean, they all did. But like. I feel like you can tell that her and, or yeah. him and Jen were like the closest. Um, so that's very sad. Yeah. That's very sad. Also, I feel like in a way, this is kind of what I, 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 I hate that of the week. Mm-hmm. It's not. But I just felt so terrible. He died. First of all, I, re- I listened to his audiobook during spring travel earlier this year. Ama- like amazing read, I'm sure. But listening to him and his own voice and like mm-hmm. all of that. It was really funny and gut-wrenching and all this. But to, like, listen to that, and then he dies. And then to have people be like, that's what drugs does, and addict, and blah, 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 and, like, doubting his sobriety, which the autopsy still, I don't think, has come out. But it's like, he has said he is sober. The cops said there were no drugs or alcohol found at the scene. Well, they said that there were prescriptions, like, things that he was was prescribed. But he was prescribed. Right. But it's not like the it's pill like a, bottle it's like a COPD was like, medication. Yeah, it's like right. lung disease meds. Right. right. You know, and it's just like he worked so hard for that sobriety and like made it his mission to like help others. And he is a man in his 50s who had a 2% chance of living in this coma that he was in a few years mm-hmm. ago. Like his lungs are not good. His heart is not good. His yeah. health is not good. And he is now according to his Instagram been soaking in his hot tub every day. Right. <laughs> it's like, well, there's literally always legal warnings right. about do not use a hot tub for extended periods of time if you have, if you have medical conditions. Right. So no shit. He's probably working up a sweat, dehydrating yeah. himself, building up his blood pressure. Right. He has a heart attack and he drowns. Yeah. I cannot stand the people that are like, well, it's because he was on Epstein's flight log. Yeah. <laughs> like all these conspiracies. It's yeah. like. Again, when I was talking about the Taylor, like the celebrity thing of like they are still humans at the end of the day. It's like these are humans that they're trying. Imagine your best friend. Imagine your brother dies. Right. And people just assume the worst of that person and their death and make up some contrived, crazy conspiracy. It's just such poor taste and disgusting. Well, I think it's also just very sad because really the bottom line is even if the toxico- even if the toxicology report came back and he, you know, right. did take drugs or he, he, you know, was drunk or something. That, that still that, doesn't mean he deserved it. And that doesn't take away the fact that he was sober for many, many years. Right. That he still saved a lot of people. He mm-hmm. helped a lot of people with their you know, uh, addiction and to minimize it all down to what he technically died of, I think is so disappointing and is really just doing a disservice to 
everybody who is in recovery because mm-hmm. just because you have a slip up doesn't mean that all of that work you put in was worthless right. like it's tragic that he died and you can argue that even if it comes back that there was nothing yes like the fact of the matter is because of his years and years and years of drug use like that is what caused his prior problems which likely resulted in his his death yeah but that's that like like it's still fucking tragic you know it is and yeah i mean again i think as a society it's like in times like that why wouldn't we want to highlight the good it's like we only just want to focus on the negative and it's like why you know bring people down Mm -hmm. it's like his family can see this shit that you're saying you know it's just not even just (sighs) his family again it's 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 your family it's people like people like like you're the people that you post to when you talk about this you could have someone in recovery in your family in your friend group and you by you highlighting that aspect of his life and his death Mm -hmm. you are essentially judging everyone that you know who also is in recovery yeah and then that again to me is i think the saddest part yeah i mean also too it's like i feel like there's something we don't know because all the people that did know him have like put in their posts like you're free now Mm -hmm. and there's no more pain and like i'm like do they mean like physical do they mean like mental because it seemed like you know i don't know we don't know maybe what they went just on mean struggling life. because he was an addict like I yeah mean, i guess i just assumed that that's what they meant but maybe you're right maybe there was something that we didn't know you, you know? know what i mean because everyone it's like if I, I don't know i mean you can tell reading the book that it's just he's a very like um like tormented person i think yeah. you know it's like i think his brain <laughs> yeah. is a million miles an hour mm-hmm. kind of and um, just listening to him read his book, it's like you can just tell that there is so much in his life that he feels bad about. Yeah. I mean, he did like the press, like the interviews where they're like, watch this old clip of Friends and tell us what you think. And instead of like laughing and finding mm-hmm. the joy in it, he's like, I feel bad for that guy. Yeah. Like that's well, the I skinniest I ever yeah. was, like the highest I ever was. Mm-hmm. So like to go and make this show that has made millions and billions of people so happy over years like it's still as popular as it was when it was coming well you know more or less it's like and you didn't get to enjoy that while it was happening i think is the saddest part i agree well it brings us so much joy for him it was such a painful time but that's what happens with a lot of you know he he said like if i didn't make people laugh i like wanted to die you know most like comedians robin williams like Mm -hmm. the people who put on the biggest show tend to like have the most that they're like hiding and i just feel very very bad but what i also forgot when reading his book (laughs) was that his stepfather is uh the dateline guy Mm. um keith morrison who bill Hader is obsessed with (laughs) it's like as soon as like his death was announced Keith Morrison from Dateline, whatever. Yeah. And then my algorithm was algorithming because it brought up Bill Hader Bill. meeting Keith Morrison. Uh-huh. And I'm like, imagine that's your stepdad. Yeah. Like, his voice is so... I can't even... But yeah, it's it was sad all around. But now people are... Uh, the cast are finally making statements, which I also was annoyed about. People were like, why didn't they say anything? It's like, again, that's their very that close, is their very close friend. Right. The last thing I'm sure that they're worried about is let me go and tell the general public how he made me feel like. Yeah. Why? We're not owed anything mm-hmm. like they could have never posted about yeah. it and been like, well, yeah, you know, it's just the expectations that we put on people to go and like. It's just like they're in mourning. Mm-hmm. That shit can take months, years to fully like process and get over. Yeah. And you want to Instagram post the day it happens. Right. Not going to happen. No. Long shot. But in the spirit of laughter <laughs> and enjoying friends, you are one of like the biggest friends fans that I know. That You're you not know. obsessed. I was, yeah, I, the- yeah, I was the kind of person who I'd come home from school and I'd watch 
you know friends first on c i think it was on cbs or tbs or something like that mm. and then i'd watch on the cw like it was on two different channels two different times and i'd watch them both like basically and two it's hours like the of same friends. 10 episodes that they always no well, what, what was actually fun the way that they did it was each station mm-hmm. did play it from start to finish in chronological order so like i'd be watching you know season two Mm. at first and then i'd skip ahead and it'd be season five but like because i watched it every day it was technically chronological order mm. just you i always know. felt like it was just like i felt like the episodes might have been back to back in order mm-hmm. but i just felt like they picked like a random group of episodes i at least from my memory i don't think that it was like that i'm pretty sure that it was chronological mm. per station because there were two different stations at least for me that played it well i want to and folks at home if you're friends fans you can play along with this i hope i get something i want to quiz you on your friends knowledge although this buzzfeed articles preface it with 182 questions and answers we're not going to do all 182 i don't even know that i know 182 things but we'll go ahead and we'll get started ready mikey Mm -hmm. what stuffed animal does joey penguin yep correct what is the name of Chandler's ex-girlfriend who punches him in the face? <laughs> that punches him in the face? Is it Janice? Did she punch him in the face? I don't no. think so. No. I don't know this one. Kathy. Oh, I do know that one. This one is so easy. I don't even want to ask it. But what does Ross famously scream when trying to help his friends move a couch? <laughs> Pivot. Pivot! Okay. What is the name of Phoebe's most famous song? Smelly Cat. This is very easy. What is the name of Joey's soap opera character who has a twin? Uh, he is. You don't know. This I do know it, but it, give me a second. Oh. Because um, I keep think I'm thinking of the twin's name, the evil twin. Hold on. He is Doctor Ramore. Yes, Doctor. And his, it's Drake Ramore. Yes. Good job. What is the name of Ross and Monica's dog when they were kids? <laughs> I don't know. Chi-chi. Chi-chi, yes. Mm-hmm, <laughs> okay. Um, how does Joey say he knows Mike when he sets Phoebe up on the blind date? I feel like that's so specific. I'm assuming it's something to do with his family. It's probably like his mom's hairdresser's son or something <laughs> like that. No, met him in high school is the answer. Oh. Yeah. How does Dr. Drake Ramore die in Days of Our Lives? <laughs> he falls down an elevator shaft. <laughs> yeah. Because they killed him off. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see here. What's the name of Mr. Tribbiani's mistress? I don't know. I don't even know that I remember Ronnie. this. Yeah, that's a very obscure huh. one, too. What does Monica cook for the stoned guy? Maybe she's not as big of a fan as I thought. I mean, I haven't I haven't sat and watched a show in a genuine years. Oh, 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 oh. Yes. I know my mom is going to be at home and hear me say a moose boosh and want to punch the radio. I do remember this episode now. Oh, my goodness. So um, we'll do a couple more. <clears throat> Let's see here. In the trivia game, Among the Friends, what does Rachel think Chandler's job is? Transponster. There you go. Yep. Um, How many categories of towels does Monica have? Like 15? I don't don't know. 11. 11. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. We'll do one more. What's the name of the prize Ross and Monica fight over while playing football? It's like the Geller family trophy. It's like something with the Gellers. Like it's their family's thing. The Geller Cup. The Geller Cup. There you go. Everyone at home, add up your total. And if you got it wrong, I mean, there's no way for us to know. So we're just going off of Scout's honor here. So feel free to write in to us. Um, CanComplainPod at gmail.com. I believe that's the email. And uh, let us know how many questions you got right but and we'll yes. respond with a okay great <laughs> we won't do anything with that information <laughs> other than wonderful um 
But yes, so we had our Friendsgiving as well recently we uh, to move on to a different Friends uh, subject, Friendsgiving. Our friends. Yes. Um, if you were not invited, I am so sorry. <laughs> People are going to listen but to us talk about listen, this and they're going to be like, oh, where is the invite? Really, the truth of the matter is we had no room. No room. This was by far our biggest yet. So year over year. I mean, we've had Friendsgiving, I think, like seven or eight years in a row now. Like I think, it's this, our I think annual, this, I'm pretty sure this is our eighth. Yeah, our yeah. annual thing. Um, it started off as like four people. Yeah, it was like the two of us, and our roommate, like, and one other person. Yeah, like it was start off very small. And then year over year, we're just like, okay, we'll invite, you know, this friend and that mm. friend. And then some years we like did not have friends. Yeah. <laughs> so it was not that It was big. like very small. Um, During COVID, it was our one friend who was in our pod Lauren. who came over. Yeah. Oh, she wasn't on our pod. In our pod, our COVID pod. Oh, shout out Lauren. Um, Yeah. And so it was just like, meh, we're just sitting here. Um, yeah. But once it was safe to come back group people together we did and it was a very good time and um i don't know i guess as we get older we just start accumulating more yeah. friends which, which is, is nice so exciting yeah. it's exciting for many mm -hmm. years we're like um great we have yeah. three people we that we know and love well also i which think is it's, fine. it's kind of doubling now because now of course we're in that age where a lot of our friends are getting are like, getting married or have yeah. you know a partner of some sort so it's like we're friends with two people instead right. of just one right but and this is not to bring down the three friends that we had and that we loved previously. Well, they are the OGs. They've the been OGs here from the beginning. From the start. Yeah. yeah so um, we also had this year our friend Cody. Yes. Um, this who was, this I was, was friends with thing. from college. Cody moved to Las Vegas like five years ago. Mm -hmm. And I have not seen him in five years, yeah. which is crazy to me. Yeah. But. Cody attended it felt like no time had passed at all so we literally had people coming from far and wide for yeah. this Friendsgiving and it felt very special to us um, we knew that we would not be able to fit all 19 people in our living room for those of you who are watching on YouTube you are seeing pretty much all of our apartment pretty like much. It, it is it's it's, it's this not couch. I wouldn't say that it is like the smallest no. um, typically when friends come in they're, they're like oh wow. this is a big space but like I think it helps because our ceilings are kind of yeah, higher that is true it's yeah. got like an extra foot and a half mm -hmm. but the truth of the matter is again coming from florida coming from a home this is not the space that you want to entertain no. in you know it's not even like we have multiple rooms like right. the room that you can hang out in is the living room period like the kitchen is narrow there yeah, is no, no one's space hanging, and we're cooking in there so yeah. no one's hanging out in the kitchen no one's hanging out in our bedroom because we are literally using it as a storage bay. right like, for everything that is typically in our living room it gets put it to into the bedroom. our bedroom yeah so yeah um instead of having everyone come over at once we said hey it starts at noon yeah. feel we free to come and go year. um and i thought i liked it i thought yeah. you know it was nice to see different people at different points of the day mm -hmm. it made it a challenge because we were still cooking a lot yeah. of things so it's like we couldn't really sit and mingle with them too much because mm -hmm. we were cooking throughout the day but you know it was so nice to like have people come into our home yeah. and like that's always uh, like the best part you know mm -hmm. So just be amongst friends. Yeah. And everybody um, always brings food. Like it's I, I, I guess it is basically a potluck. You know, we usually cook like three or four dishes mm -hmm. and then everybody brings something. It doesn't yeah. even have to be anything big. Like sometimes people just bring like rolls. Um, Which listen, <laughs> you need rolls. Rolls bring me to life. Yes. Like I was just about to yawn. You said the word rolls. I said, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> One year we had someone bring chairs because we didn't have enough chairs. So that was their gift to us was their chairs yeah. that we used. Which but yeah, was very helpful. Yes. But yes, I cannot wait until we have a home yes. in which we can welcome everybody at the same time. Right. And there That'll doesn't be need a to dream. be shifts. Right. And then there'll be like an outside space if people want to like get some fresh air. Mm -hmm. It'd be so great. So nice. Pig was very excited. Pig is always very excited. He gets a little... Too excited. A little nervous, I think. He doesn't quite know what to do with himself. Uh, yeah. You know what but I mean. he's a very good boy. Yeah. He, we're, we're very lucky that he doesn't really like beg much like he'll sit next he'll to you he'll sit and stare you down right but he won't act, he knows he's not going to get anything he does not actually expect to be given anything mm -hmm. so he's good in that regard uh, he's good in every regard he's 
a baby. He's, he's just perfect. a perfect little baby. Yep. Angel. And that's it. Um, unfortunately, we would never be able to move to England because they have banned bully breeds. Which, like, fuck off. Did you yeah. ban dentists, too? Because don't be talking about what dog should be allowed in your country. Go get those teeth fixed. <laughs> <laughs> I was so I was having whiplash from that state. I wasn't sure it's where that Tuesday, was going. Tuesday, it knit. Oh my god! <laughs> Every time I think of England and the accents, I just think of like I don't know, being a chimney sweep and like lame is. <laughs> sir, a crumb, sir, Mister, please a crumb. It's like speaking of, rest in peace to Harry Styles' hair. Oh, what does that have to do with? I, I don't know. It's close. Just he's English. He's, he's British. He's British. Uh, he's from there. Wow. Devastating. That, yeah, truly. I had a few people write in to me and say, because I, I expressed in my close friend's story that Harry being bald really has cured my attraction to him. And I had two folks who um, are, part of, are a part of the hairless community who express their grievance and listen i don't mean it in the way of like if you're bald you're ugly i don't mean that but when you're harry styles and you have a flow of wavy curly Mm -hmm. brown beautiful locks and then you start to look like sid the terrible kid from toy story i have an issue i take issue with that my thoughts on this are I will not make any decisions on my attraction to him until I see an actual high quality photo and not like until a, you see him not like a CCTV. No, like, like right now, all we literally have is like a random like CCTV, like two pixel, two pixel point five lens, like shot of the side of his head. He looks like a fucking alien. Like yeah. I will not judge him on that good for him good for him he's on vacation he's on holiday and he shaved his head (laughs) he's on holiday he's on holiday well i just think too it's like when it comes to my attraction to men typically they are very feminine men kind of yes and no like Mm -hmm. they toe the line they toe the line Mm -hmm. right like what do robert downey jr harry styles and joe jonas all have in common like they look like they would be bottoms so mm-hmm. it's just like that's the vibe right? right and with you same thing with you i love long hair like longer hair but like again men with like ponytails i don't love right yeah, no. like man buns i don't love but when a gentleman has a nice good head of hair that is my preference. I will be str- I will be forthright and transparent with my viewers. <laughs> I, you know, short, short hair. I just, I don't know. To me, personally, it's not giving femme enough for me. I, I need my men to be borderline feminine. Right. So that you is. You need your men to be as close to being a woman, a woman as, as possible. possible. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's like, well, if you're going to be a man, right. I won't fully be unattracted to you not your fault right Right. but i need you to be as close to a woman uh as possible for me to have that attraction so yeah groundbreaking devastating um i felt like i was gonna vomit when i saw that i think it was people were going back and forth online for a while they really didn't think it was real and then it was and and that well, was when everybody kind of lost the, it. The Harry Florals page, mm-hmm. the comment sections are so fucking funny. <laughs> the things that people say, mm-hmm. like the video came out of him being bald. They're like, AI is so believable these days. <laughs> like just they know that they were in denial uh-huh. and they were trying to stay in denial. Or when like they post like when it, Harry was making out with M. Rada in Japan, mm-hmm. they were like, children are dying. Please, 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 please delete. delete. People, people are sick people are crashing their cars and dying um yeah it was it's very dramatic but mm-hmm. i love the drama people yep. are very funny sometimes um so yeah i guess a lot has happened in pop culture in the months since that we've been you know gone almost a month um but it's the usual suspects at least for us <laughs> at least for the ones us. we pay attention to yeah um yeah i mean We'll continue to see what happens with Tavis. My prediction is shortly after the new year, Mm -hmm. 
if Travis goes to the Super Bowl with the way Chiefs are playing, they won't. But if they do, I just don't know. I don't know. I don't foresee it lasting much into next year. Yeah. Personally. But that's just me. Mm. Again, I also think it's interesting that there's been a lot of talk with the Super Bowl. Will she? Won't she? They're always saying that she's in talks for it and then she never does it. I think it's all one big hype up to a, a future Super Bowl and yeah. her performing personally. But what do I know? Nothing. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to take a short break and then we're going to come back with our I hate that segment. <clears throat> Welcome back. All right. So what are we complaining about this week, babe? I got something. Ooh. This is something that I can complain about. Every day. I see it and I complain immediately when I see it. Mm -hmm. There are a few things that drive me more crazy than when I'm walking Mm -hmm. and I see someone walking their dog Mm -hmm. off leash. Mm. Yep. First of all, for those of you who don't like live in the city, I I would imagine most cities have things like this or even places that are not the city, but... We have parks here that are not technically dog parks. They are human parks, Mm -hmm. but they have off-leash hours, which means that before the hour of 9 a.m. and after the hour of 9 p.m., you are allowed to be in the park with your off-leash dog. Which it's like, who's going to go after 9 p.m. to a park with their dog? Like, you can't see. Right. So that's (laughs) kind of So really, it's just before 9 a.m. Right. So that's well and good. I still think that just using common sense, you shouldn't bring your dog to an off-leash dog hour Mm -hmm. if your dog doesn't know recall. And I say that as someone whose dog does not have perfect recall, but he's still really very good. So we occasionally will take him to off-leash hours. However, I would say that we're pretty good dog owners in the sense that if we see that there's like commotion... Mm -hmm. We're, we're on it. We're, we're, we go to our dog, we remove him, or we avoid whatever seems to be a problem because we don't and need I, him getting and hurt. And I'll say, he's a very good boy. Yeah, it's he just not likes to sit he, and chew his ball. Right. Like, if we give him a ball, recall is not needed because he doesn't leave our feet. He doesn't he move. He just sits yeah. there and chews the ball. Yeah. But he's a little dopey, and he's yeah. just like... When he hears, like, dogs barking, he's like, oh, what's going on? I want to play. He's nosy So he doesn't bark. fully understand, I think, like what happens but that's part of the reason why we don't take him to the off leash hours very often is because we know our dog and even though he's very very good we don't need him getting attacked by another dog so all that to say it drives me crazy when i see somebody with a dog off leash specifically on the sidewalk because your dog i'm sorry your dog does not fully even though it clearly i've seen dogs that are very well behaved and are clearly well trained but your dog does not fully understand what a sidewalk and a street is i just i refuse to believe that an animal really truly understands the difference why risk it right because what happens what happens when there's a squirrel across the street what happens when someone across the street calls your dog like there's a million a million things that could go wrong Mm -hmm. that could cause your dog to one run away two get hit by a car or what let's pretend like your dog is perfect let's just pretend your dog is the best trained dog on planet earth Mm -hmm. it understands what a sidewalk is it understands the nuance of crossing the street during a crosswalk sign all of that right what happens when someone else who has a reactive dog who is on a leash starts coming towards your dog and tries to attack your dog now you have no handle of your dog because you don't have a leash to pull your dog back Like, there's just, again, so many things that could go wrong. And it just gives me so much anxiety because I think that all dogs deserve to have safe, healthy lives. And that, to me, is putting it into question. Oftentimes, the people who do that walk around like their dog is, you know, a human who is independent and does not need a leash they oftentimes possess a characteristic which is Stupidity. arrogance <laughs> both both arrogance it's like how are you so arrogant to think that your dog you know what i mean because it's like you know to your point of like now you have nothing to pull your dog back not every dog 
is there are reactive dogs out there right. for one reason or another. Right. And if you're, we ha- there's someone in our neighborhood that does it with the crusty, tiny white dog. Mm-hmm. I don't even know the breed. That's the breed, crusty white dog. Yeah. That wanders up to Pig on his leash, who's and on starts, his leash, and starts barking at Pig nonstop. Right. And like, thankfully, Pig is not a reactive dog. Right. Like, he doesn't like males that are not neutered, but that's right. common. And he just growls like he he never has he never done does anything, anything, and we just avoid like, it to begin got, with. You got your balls, and I don't. Right. He's like, that's not fair. <laughs> but it's just like, thankfully, he's not a reactive dog. But like, what if that crusty white dog came up, and then boom, turns pig and pig, right? It's like then it would be Pig's fault, right? Which also, what gets my goat, is other people who shit on our dog's name. Yeah, that is a huge problem. Many times. People will either be like, oh, I love that name. Or people will be like, pig. And then you can kind of tell that like. Mm, They're judging. They're judging. And then sometimes we have people that are outright like, pig. What kind of Mm. name for a dog is pig? That boy should be named Reclusadonis. I don't even know. No, we literally had someone once say to us, he should be named Adonis. Well, yes, I agree. He is gorgeous. Right. I'm not naming my dog Adonis. <laughs> I, like, I'm just, I'm not. Like, no. the, his name is Pig. That was the name he came to us with. And that is a name he will keep. It's always so stupid. Na- I'm sorry. Would Those you, n- and I understand that he's an animal, but would you ever walk up to a human being and start shaming their name that they right. were given? Like, rude it's it's literally the names that they concoct are just so crazy like what was the other it was adonis it was apollo creed apollo creed and like listen good i'm sorry if you named your dog apollo creed you're a fucking tool shed dude like you are a bag of tools the dog was so cute the dog was i mean it's not the dog's fault (laughs) but that's how people probably feel about probably but it's (laughs) but it's just like Apollo Creed dude shut the fuck up bro it's like that man doesn't have a Ford F-150 to jack up and like right. have so little his, dick behavior a, so he, he only has Apollo a dog Creed. instead of a car yeah. so I'm gonna name my dog Apollo Creed dude shut up and the dog was dopier than pig which I think is the it's funniest like, part how again we've seen the Adonis and we've seen the Apollo and we've seen the fucking I don't even Titan and yeah. it's been done it, yeah. it's like Hercules, Hercules. Mm. I think I was looking for the name Hercules mm-hmm. and not Recluse why would anyone even talk Hercules? <laughs> Hercules. <laughs> my, my brain mixed up the letter. Hercules. I'm yeah. I did not mean recluse. <laughs> <laughs> the brown recluse. <laughs> okay, Hercules and not recluse. I can't. Okay, but yeah, it's like <laughs> that name has been done. I'm sorry. I mean, there's lots of dogs named Pig. Oh. But again, he came to us with that name. Right. That well, he was, was his an given owner, name. It was an owner surrender. I imagine when they surrendered him, they said, this is his name. I, You know what? I'm putting this out there. And maybe people who are listening who work for the ACC or any other dog shelter can let us know. Uh, w- Pig was an owner surrender. His owner's walked him into the shelter and surrendered him. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that they would have told them what his name was. That's what I said, yes. Right. But, like, did <laughs> did they change his name? Because right. part of me almost feels as though they make up names at the shelter. Well, of course they do. I mean, I know they do for, obviously, strays who are just random dogs. Mm-hmm. But do they do that with owner surrenders? Because, first of all, I don't think they should. Because that would be kind of messed up. Remember that dog that we saw on the page and he was still there in the Ray shelter. Charles. They named a dog Ray Charles. I want you to take a guess on what this dog <laughs> looks like. I'm going to pull up his photo. I'm going to pull up his photo right now. Put it on YouTube. This dog had bulging eyes that were not, they weren't crossed, they were crossed in the opposite direction, like lazy eyes. And they named this dog with the funky eyes Ray Charles. All right, so for those of you who are on YouTube, you can uh, take a peek at Ray Charles. He will be putting, he will be up on His the His eyes weren't as bad as I remember, but one is going a different direction. 
he literally was so precious back to the names if you have a problem with my dog's name sincerely we don't care go fuck yourself (laughs) what's your i hate that um my i hate that is that i have such a small bladder that's your I hate that. Because I'm thinking about how I have to pee right now. I had to pee earlier and I just decided <laughs> I'm just not going to go. Well, I need to go first when we when we are done, when we're wrapped here. Sure would be nice to have more than one bathroom. It, yeah, that, but it's, it's really a pain that I deal with every day. Like, it's bad. It's a struggle. I always have to pee at all times. It's like I will have... Your stomach growling. That was my stomach. <laughs> I need to eat. Um, all I'm thinking about is the crumb cake. I know. Shout out to Frankie O, my dear friend who I used to work with, Francesca. I love you. I adore you because you've opened my eyes to what a good crumb cake is. First of all, there's no such thing as a bad crumb cake. I don't know. When she brought this crumb cake in, immediately I said this is all nine because I don't think Amanda likes crumb cake. I've had, I have been a crumb cake stan since yeah, probably the have, day I was but born. It's like I'd rather have a different pastry. But when it comes to her crumb cake, all there is no other pastry like I would want in this world but that crumb cake. And I'm sad because it's almost over. Yeah, because we've eaten literally a massive Frankie I don't I need you to give me that recipe expeditiously I don't know what you put in there maybe ketamine or oh my god I don't think so (laughs) cut that out (laughs) something that is very addicting because I find myself when I'm eating this I'm hovering over the Mm -hmm. tin and I'm like like scarfing it down it is the most delicious moist it's so moist it is the moistest cake i have ever had and it's been like four days since friendsgiving and Mm -hmm. it's still spongy and moist and beautiful and it's not like sealed like i mean it's sealed but it's not like airtight yeah no it's delicious Mm -hmm. back to drinking things instead of eating things yeah literally I can't hold my bladder, especially on road trips. And I drive a lot for work. I'm always pulling over. Always. Like, I'm always having to find a rest stop. Then there never is one. Mm-hmm. So I'm always having to find a McDonald's that's like four miles off the highway to use their restroom. It's bad. I lay in bed at night. I'm like, oh, I should pee. Five minutes later, I'm like, well, I feel I like I need again. to pee again. Every single time I sit down on the toilet, pee comes There's out. There's going to be like a doctor who's listening to this who's going to like r- yeah. reach out and say, this is, and they're going to tell you what it is. You literally have like bladder cancer. God, God forbid. forbid. God forbid. But yeah, no, it's, um, I live on WebMD actually. <laughs> Did you see the Spotify wrapped WebMD post? I need that. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it was that we were talking about, but on the day of Friendsgiving, I was like, what if I had leprosy? Yeah. And then I look up the symptoms of leprosy. I don't know why leprosy. you said that, but you said it. And the funny thing is, is I've always had like such a... I think my brain just thing thought it and leprosy. I said it. You've had a thing with leprosy. Yeah, I don't... No judgment to anybody who has leprosy because it's like, I'm so sorry. But when I was a child... I don't think anyone listening to this podcast has you leprosy. You never know. You never know. When okay. I was a child, my dad worked a show called Ben-Hur. And in Ben-Hur... Uh, there were people who had leprosy and they made it out to be like I mean the most horrific disease any human could possibly have Mm -hmm. and like in the bible like they talk about in the bible all the time and like I I don't know that book very well but yeah it it just literally seemed like the worst thing that could possibly happen to you and so I had such a phobia of that for a while and then I found out that armadillos carry what's it called it's called uh, some makes Hansen's disease. Hansen's. Hansen's. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I looked at the symptoms, the list of symptoms for leprosy, and I pretty much checked every box except the lesions, which is the the box. <laughs> like, but you the, don't the have symptoms leprosy. that I experience are symptoms of everything: fatigue, right. achy joints, right. 
tired, like, headache. Yeah. That literally is a symptom of every illness. Yeah. So I really, based on that, could have every illness possible. It was like frequent pee, frequent urination. You're like, oh, check. That's me. Check. But I need to know if other people have this issue as well. And what can I do? Like, I heard maybe I need to train myself to hold it longer. Mm-hmm. Like, where it's like, just because you have the bathroom accessible to you doesn't yeah. mean you should go every single time because then your bladder gets weaker and weaker. Yes, I have heard that. So maybe I, I think just it's just need- that you're old. Okay, you're older than me. <laughs> and I also have a weak bladder. My cousin texts me asking, how old are you? I said 28. She goes, Jesus Christ. I'm like, you're not much younger than me, but pop off, sis. Well, on the flip side, I had uh, I, the shoot I did on Sunday. Um, so I was talking to like the two little kids who were sweet as can be. Um, and they asked me how old I was. And I was like, oh, I just turned 29. And the mom said, what? And I was like, yeah, I just turned 29. She's like, oh, my God. <laughs> Almost like she, like, first of all, she wasn't even, the, the kids said that she was 41, which is right. not even remotely old. Like, that's, like, barely 10 years older than right. me. Which, to me, like, I have friends who are that age. Like, that's, like, not old to me. Mm-hmm. Which maybe it's just my own brain prepping myself for being that old. Because, like, I'm telling myself, no, you're not that old. But, like, th- I don't know. That was it's just not. so funny to me that she's like, oh, my God. Like, you're so young. But I'm like, I'm really like just a normal age we're all young we're all young yeah if you're 60 you're young well that's the thing is like as i've gotten older aka i'm still very young i think back to my teens and like my young 20s where it's like oh my god that person is 38 they're all it's like are we though Again, like Matthew Perry dying, 54. Like when I think about the people in my life who died, like my great-grandmother was like 90. Okay, that's old. Right. But like my grandfather was like 60-something. To me, like you should not be dying in your 60s. Like that's young. 54, Matthew Perry's 54. Like my mom is in her 50s. Like that's way too young. You know, but as a kid, if someone told you, oh, they died at 54, you'd be like, wow, they lived a long life. (laughs) No, I don't know what that is. It's it's so interesting because genuinely to me, I see my, like, in my brain, people in their 40s are, like, my age, which I know mm. is, like, really not think, true. I think we're more mature. We're mature. <laughs> but no. that, I mean, genuinely, it's, like, people in their, I'm, like, okay, like, we're pretty much well, on the same plane. People live, in their 50s, I'm, like, you're almost in the same plane as me. We're pretty much we the same. Because we live like that, which I I'm guess. happy about. Yeah. We're not going out. We're not partying, you know, like, we're not, we're literally, like, let's stay at home and lay with our dog and watch mm-hmm. tv and, and read cook a, a meal and yeah. read a book yeah but i like that though no i agree i think yeah. quarantine was really that shift for me where i was like between my like young 20s mm-hmm. <laughs> my mid to late 20s um where it was just like all right i've been at home i realized i don't need to go out i realized i don't need these things to like make me happy i really do not enjoy drinking like i'll have a yeah. cider because i like how a cider tastes but I have one or two and I'm done. Like, I don't even get drunk from that. You know, it's just like, why, why do I need this? Go out, spend yeah. a ton of money. Um, that's an I hate that too. It's like the whole yeah. process of going out. <laughs> going yes. out, standing in a, in a crowded bar. You can't even hear each other. What? Hey, yeah, do you want another? What? You want no. another? Oh, yeah. I'd just it's rather like, someone come over and just like sit in peace and quiet. Yeah, let's chat. Let's play games. We love a game night. Yeah, literally Our at friends Friendsgiving. Our friends know us as game nights. At Friendsgiving, it wasn't a game night because there just isn't No, time. but I still found the time to explore or to explain, explain the game. Games. Like, she literally pulled out a board game and, like, explained the rules of a game that we were not going to play so to um, our friends. We are nerds, but me, but you as well, but we're nerds. Yeah. Um, and I think our, I hope our friends love that about us. I think they do. But yeah, if you have a small bladder, write in to can complain pod at gmail <laughs> because I don't know what to do. I do I don't. And it's I feel like somehow my fault. Um, maybe Kegels will work. I think you just need to not go to the bathroom as often. Well, and then I have been trying to drink more water because you tell me I need to drink more water. I you hate do. drinking water. But then every time I do, Never understood that. Every that's, time I do, it I makes that. me pee so my, bad. One of my biggest I hate that's is 
I genuinely do not understand how people don't like water. It's boring. But what I do you mean only, boring? I only like water if it's like super cold because kind of like soda, it gets you right there. Dr. Kim would not approve this message. Her acupuncturist who's every always time, upset at us for drinking cold Every time water. we go to acupuncture, which highly recommend, it's the greatest thing, uh, every single time he'll like put his hand on my belly and he'll go, ah, it's cold. He said, you have bad digestion. You must be drinking cold water. He's right, but I don't feel like I have bad digestion. Ultimately, my I hate that is my body is falling apart. And I need... At the ripe age of 28. I need to understand why. I don't know if it's like I need to go back to the gym. I've been trying to do things that like help me maintain good health. Like vitamin i feel like wendy williams (laughs) but it's yeah it's like i'm trying to take my vitamins i'm trying to do like my skincare. i've been saying we need to like go back to the gym for the cardio and the heart i've been taking like fish oil like because i look at my family history and we're a fucking mess like everyone you know dementia and arthritis and lupus and diarrhea and nausea and heartburn and indigestion it's like this all is hereditary and i need to watch it so guys the moral of the story is if you're at home with a dog named recluse hercules you're a tool and if you pig is the perfect name but pig is the perfect name and if you also have achy bones fatigue small bladder you do not have leprosy. You do not have leprosy. It's going to be okay. Um, but, you know, we've missed you all. Uh, we are, again, excited to be back. We hope to, in the holiday season, when things slow down for Mikey, be a little more active. Of course, you know, we had a guest last episode. We do not have one today. Don't worry. More guests are on the horizon. Um, <clears throat> and, you know... Look, we now have two of both mics are upgraded for our YouTube viewers at home. We're really investing in this. So we don't want to abandon it. But if it doesn't, if it continues to not go well, we're just, you won't hear from us again in the new year. Yeah. (laughs) You'll just, this will be it. (laughs) So no, we will be back um, with a holiday episode and hopefully more. And thank you all for sticking through. Uh, It's good to be back. We missed you. Um, happy uh, Thanksgiving. We hope that you're giving thanks to the ones you love. We are giving thanks to you for being listeners. And we can't wait to see you again. Anything you want to say about where they can find us on social media, Bug? They can find us on all social medias. We are on Instagram. Yep. We are Can Complain Pod. Can Complain Pod on Instagram, on Instagram. and on TikTok. And that's it. That yeah, you said are, all social media. I'm like, really? Two just two. Medias. Can Complain Pod on Instagram and on TikTok. You can find us on YouTube at Can Complain Pod. Um, again, feel free to leave us a review, a written review on Apple. Five stars on Apple, five stars on Spotify. I still need to hunt down who left a one star fucking review on Spotify. I have not forgotten about you, you son of a fucking bitch. They're going to go back on on a different account and leave another one star review <laughs> after that. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you think I'm going to be trying to win them over. Yeah. All of the uh, off-leash dog owners of the world are going to come out and leave a one-star review. Whatever. Fuck it. I don't care. But you know what? They should be protecting their dog. It's not out of hate. It's out of love for your out of pet. Love. Truly. Well, out of love for you all. We're going to end it here. We thank you all so much. Follow us on socials. Leave some love. We're thankful. And we will see you again soon. Adios. Bye-bye.